0: Stampede Garner isn't number one forty one recorded five twenty-nine twenty twenty-two. Normally, I don't like contradicting people, because I believe everyone has the right to their own opinion. So, when it comes to scientists determining planet Earth getting warmer because of human activity, I'm in no position to contradict them. However, based on personal and unsubstantiated evidence, I'm in agreement with the proposition that human activity is producing a change in our weather. And I'm pretty sure the burning of fossil fuels to supply the needs of modern economies is one of the major contributors. Climate change falls into the category of the surreal. It's nearly impossible to get your arms around it because the topic is so immense. So let me just say, if the Arctic ice cap is melting because black particles in the air are landing on its white surface, Preventing sunlight from being reflected out into space, but instead is absorbed by the sun's light, it stands to reason something is happening. We all know the simple truth. Black surfaces absorb light and are hotter than white surfaces, even if the Earth is getting warmer. That doesn't mean we'll make attempts at ending the burning of fossil fuels because oil, gas, and coal are big businesses. And to stop their use would result in something nearly as catastrophic as climate change itself. And this makes it a political issue. If you think the inflation that has been rising is going to stop Well, if shutting down gas stations happens because there isn't any gas, then you can't imagine what true inflation will be like. Biden's agenda to bring a new green economy may result in him being removed from office and accused of endangering the well-being of the nation resulting in near hysteria on the horizon. The Biden administration works towards stopping the use of oil. It could lead to unprecedented inflation. I can't imagine the financial repercussions if gas stations are forced to close because of a shortage of crude oil. Personally, I dislike what oil has done to the environment. But I could see where the Biden administration would stop the exploration for new oil. But the reality is oil made our economy run for the past 75 years and maybe longer. I don't know the number of gas stations there are in this country, but I'd be willing to bet it's a big number. Not to mention the number of fuel trucks used to supply all those stations delivering gasoline from refineries. Oil runs deep and wide in the world's economies and if there's a shortage of it for any reason, you better believe whoever is in political power at the time will receive serious blowback. That's why politicians like Biden can't give a straight answer about why gas prices keep rising. He's endorsed a green policy which isn't achievable without an enormous financial upheaval. As I said, I don't like what oil has done to the environment, and, in truth, it could result in far-reaching effects the oil industry continues to be this country's primary source for energy. And transitioning to a green source may be hampered by the oil industry by raising the price of oil artificially, reminding us how much we as consumers need it. In other words, The powerful people who control oil don't want attempts to change our policy by using other energy resources. But then again, there actually might be a shortage of oil and not a conspiracy to raise oil prices artificially. I'm a big believer in conspiracies, and you want to know why? There are powerful people in this country who want to control what you think. They manipulate what you're told in the news. What you should believe is correct. Recently, there's been a lot of questions about what we're told in the media. Issues, important issues of how we live our lives are constantly being fed to us. And often, it's a distortion of the truth. And there's reasons for that. In this country, there's a continual struggle for power. The people who have it and the people who want it. And the people who have it will use whatever means they can To continue keeping what they have and the people who are striving to get it will also use whatever methods they can to possess it and in both circumstances manipulating the truth is what happens recently there have been real tragedies unfolding in this country and all sorts of explanations for why they occurred keep being fed to the American people. In the big picture, Americans are not willing to accept that we've become less than a great nation. For some time now, we've allowed ourselves into believing we're a strong and healthy people, but that can't be true. There is something deeply flawed in our society. If we continue to see the violence that is taking place nearly every day, then the very meaning of who we are won't continue to stand. You can't say you have a healthy society because the car industry produces a certain number of automobiles or your 401K investments on Wall Street are paying off, or that you live in a three-bedroom house in a Tony neighborhood. No, you can't say you're living the good life in this country when you have children killing children in a school, or someone using a car To run down and kill people in a parade. No, you can't say you live in the greatest country in the world. Because in truth, we've become an unhealthy people. The gun industry is the symptom of something worse than owning an assault weapon. That weapons in the hands of an unstable person can only result in many deaths, especially in an open society. But the real meaning is, why do we have people who want to commit mayhem a person who uses an automobile to run down women and children in a parade has uncontrolled rage. So does the individual driving down an expressway, engaging in road rage with other drivers. Of course, in a consumerist economy where there's enormous pressure to succeed, the results can be painful or even dangerous for those who fall short. Add to those pressures with the belief in resolving any conflict by using violence and you have the ingredients for producing troubled people. I don't need to point out the numbers of killings or physical fights portrayed in video games, on television programs, and movies. Feed that to millions of people, and some of them believe aggression and force are the way to resolve any questionable situation. What we have here in America is a societal illness, and it's reflected in the need for police officers guarding our kindergartens, middle schools, high schools, and colleges. You might say getting an education in America is a risky business, but it's in every segment of our society. And that's no laughing matter. We manage to alienate millions of people with artificial intelligence. For some reason, when you have people spending their entire day in a room in front of an electronic screen, They don't turn out to be healthy. Yeah, the brave new world brought by the age of the computer isn't making life better. It's actually making us sick. Why have contact with the outside world when you can spend all of your time looking at an electronic device? We aren't a free nation. We're an addicted nation and you've been made into a tool Is there a cure to the violence we see playing out in this country? Well, it's a societal problem. It goes to the very heart of who we are, and that isn't something that'll be easily erased. I once visited a gun show not to buy a gun, but to look at what was being sold, and I encountered a man of maybe 50 years of age who had just bought an assault rifle and I inquired how much he paid for it and asked various questions about its use. I even asked what kind of ammo was needed to fire it. I've forgotten what he told me except for his saying I've got plenty of ammo stored. I'm ready when it comes. That's an accurate quote from a man who appeared to be rational. He would never use that assault rifle on women and children or kill people by a mental disorder. He feared what was coming. And he thought he needed a gun to protect himself. Well, I'll say this. This country doesn't need more guns to protect itself. It needs a society where people are content. And that isn't going to occur without a major change in what we believe is important. We won't stop the violence we see by having more police, because that won't cure what ails us. We need a different way of solving this problem. We won't be able to confiscate all the guns in this country. And even if we could, that won't stop the need that some people have to commit violent acts. I sometimes sit in a wheelchair outside a grocery store, waiting for a bus taking me back to my apartment. And often, people entering or leaving that store stopped and asked me if I was all right and if I needed help. And I thank them and say, That's very sweet of you. Thank you. I'm waiting for the bus. Well, that's what we need more of. We need more of us giving and less of us demanding more. This week on Garner Isn't You first heard Maurice Ravel's 1899 composition Pavan for a Dead Princess. Then from the movie The Stone Killer, The Graveyard by Roy Budd. Followed by Brian Tyler and Klaus Battle. Soundtrack for the movie Constantine, Destiny. Then you heard Ice Dance by Danny Elfman, from the movie Edward Scissorhand, and more by Elfman, the grand finale, and finally a repeat of Maurice Ravel's Pavan for a Dead Princess. Steppeed, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.